0: Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Classroom Podcast. This is Ariana Vernier and today I'm super excited. We have an amazing guest we have Stacy Izetta who is a profitability profitability coach if i could say the word and ceo of the small business bff and the bff stands for best financial friend she, I wanted to have her on this podcast because I know that numbers and math are definitely not my thing, which is why I taught kindergarten because I only had to count to 100 and Stacy just breaks it down in a way that's really easy to understand and not scary at all. So I'm super excited to have her here with us. Welcome, Stacy.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to um, walk along with everybody here and learn more about numbers. Yeah. In your business or potential business.
0: Perfect. So, I like to just get started with these episodes so the listeners can get just get to know a little bit more about you. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just how you started helping others with their financial journey? Absolutely.
1: So, I am a mom of three, they are now older teenagers and a wife. I've been my own business owner with my husband. We own a construction company. Um, a telecommunications construction company here in California. we started that about 18 years ago. Back in 2002, when I had my second baby, two under two years old, um, I left my corporate career as a financial analyst for a very large winery. Most of us know that winery. It's Kendall Jackson. Um, After being there for eight years, I left that very abruptly because I just couldn't imagine myself Putting my kids in full time daycare because I was working over fifty hours a week. Oh wow! At the time, and I was the head of the household as far as income at the time. My husband um, was learning the trade of sound and calm, which is like an electrician, and he was preparing to own his own business. But it takes four or five years to get the experience before you can apply for the the license. And so we were just you know starting our family. Just bought a house. And a lot of things on top of our shoulders, two kids, a new house, a new marriage. And I didn't want that life anymore. I wanted to be able to to raise my baby. So I started my entrepreneurial journey by selling Discovery Toys, which is a multi-level marketing group, much like Beachbody or all the other ones that we have now. But at that time, no Facebook. And no Instagram. I mean, it was really about selling yourself on the playground. Not an easy thing to do as you're pulling two infants around. So that didn't last too long. But very quickly, we were able to start a company. And with all my finance background, I've always done the administrative thing. So we're a women's small business owned company making over seven figures multiple multiple seven figures for the last 10 years. And I felt like now as my kids have gotten older, there's more space for me to add a side hustle, which is coaching other women in the online space to know their numbers and how they can bring home money to their family so that you can do things like have a retirement, fully pay for your child's um, college, you know, payments, not, not for them to not have student loans, pay off debt, pay off your home and really have financial freedom, freedom in your time, freedom in your lifestyle and um, have all the things you want to have. So that's what I'm doing now on top of still owning that construction company and being a mom and a wife. Wow.
0: Yeah. Those are all things that we all need. I know everybody listening wants to over here wants to be debt free and be able to take their family on their dream vacation. So I'm yes. excited to dive in with you today and learn and I'll, I'll be learning from you myself. So awesome. Awesome. So what I guess my first question is what should you kind of know about your financial health before you leave your current job? Because a lot of my listeners are still in the classroom, haven't exactly started their digital the Classroom journey yet, but they're they're taking those baby steps. So what what would you say to them?
1: On the financial side, I say just really know who you are, what what your family's situation is, what your situation is with debt. It's the most important thing to try to get out of your life. And debt could be, I'm not talking about your home mortgage, but debt could be the credit cards and any um, additional loans you might have on the equity of your home. And student loans. I mean, we all start out, sadly, with a lot of student loans. And they can be overwhelming equally at the same amount as your mortgage sometimes, at least the payment. And what I would say is to really try to, to you know, tighten those purse strings so that you can get the debt off your off your plate. You want to, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to pay it all off before you take this jump. But you really should have a plan in place. I didn't do that for myself when I decided to leave my business. We had a brand new mortgage and credit card debts, and it was completely overwhelming. The, you know, the third month of me being home with my kids and not earning an income any longer, and getting a call from the mortgage company because we were late. I mean, I broke out in highs and started crying. So I didn't have a plan. And I think it's really important that you should have a plan and take your time to 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 take this jump. You know, maybe that plan looks like in one or two years you make this adjustment. Do a lot of other things before that. The ultimate goal, I think, for everybody is that you should have three, a minimum of three income streams coming into your into your family. So you should have like a nine to five income. And maybe that's your husband or your partner's priority that they continue with their nine to five job, then you should have a side hustle, bringing in income, and then some way to have passive income so that you're making money even when you're sleeping. If you if your family unit can create three or more income streams, you should be really you should be in really good shape to be able to make big strides within five to ten years of having all your debt paid off and a lot of savings and buckets filled and then you 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 know you're really living a good life at that point.
0: Yeah, I like what you said of having a goal of being debt free within five to ten years. I think a lot of us see our debt and we're like, oh it needs it just needs to be gone, but there's no way for it to be gone that no. fast. I mean, you just need to have kind of a structure to follow to get it gone yeah. within that five to 10 years. Do you recommend any sort of program or anything to help with like reducing your debt?
1: I think there's a lot of great programs out there. What really got me fired up was following the Dave Ramsey financial peace program for my family. And then I was able to really set those same baby steps in place for my business and and we really saw a lot of change when we put those things in place for our business money as well. But the financial peace program and having a spending plan, not a budget, I don't call it a budget, but it's permission to spend money and how you'll spend your money. And really having that zero zero balance uh, program for yourself, where you see your money moving over and creating savings buckets. So having the emergency plan in place So that you don't have any of these crap moments and then putting money um, for your retirement and event, you know, all of the things, but getting the debt out of your life is really important. I just really have believed that and seeing the progress, like once the debt is gone and you start filling the buckets up and that bucket is filled, like your emergency fund bucket is filled then you get to move all of your energy over into the next bucket. And for us, that's been kids' education funds. And being able to pay for them 100% without them having to take out any loans is such an amazing feeling. And then, you know, you had your bucket for your vacations, and we've been able to go on some some great vacations. And, and short short vacations, like being able to take the kids' In their college search, like we've traveled across the country multiple, multiple times to be able to go see schools and have experiences around that, take them to Washington, D.C., New York, see our country and and learn more about our country before traveling outside of the, the U.S. So, yeah, I really think that the Dave Ramsey plan is a game changer for a lot of people. And if you don't like his voice. You know, there's lots of other voices out there that are teaching the same things inside his own program or someone like me who um, I talk about it on the business end, but there's lots of ladies out there talking about how to become debt free. The budget mom on Instagram, she's a great one. She teaches, she has fantastic tools. There's just a lot of uh, ladies out there if you want to have, you know, the sisterhood around that.
0: Yeah. I I my husband and I both follow Dave Ramsey's uh the snowball method that he does. Yes. And I think it's really cool just to, you know, throw so much money at those loans till they're gone and then that go, that can go into another category like you said your your kids debt. So that well yeah. their loan so they don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I love his plan too. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was hoping you would.
1: <laughs> yeah. The other thing is is it really is important, and Dave teaches this too, you have to do this with your with your spouse as a partnership because that's really where the momentum comes in place. And it really has helped my relationship with my husband, um, goal setting together, having a vision together, putting the money towards these plans, really motivates you as a couple we call ourselves the wonder, the wonder power twins, um, because when we get together on the same idea, you know, we really see the action and the results come quickly. When you aren't in line with your partner on your goals, um, it really takes, it It creates tremendous stress and it, it ruins a lot of the, the really important fabric pieces of your marriage. And so when you planning to leave your current job in the classroom, which I think is important that you really are in alignment with your family. And and I could talk a little bit more about that if you'd like. But being in alignment with your partner in, the, in this plan is really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think having that open communication with them in any area is important, but definitely with your digital classroom journey, like they need to be on board. You don't want... Them to, you know, have any ill will towards your plan. You want to be fully supported because it does take time and it can be scary. So you don't want you don't want them hounding you. You know what I'm saying? No,
1: because it is a big giant dip, and and so I encourage you to if you're gonna um, if you want to leave the classroom, which teachers it's they have so many gifts and so much talent to share to others, and you can bring those talents to another facet of, of industry. It doesn't have to be in the classroom. You can still keep teaching, but maybe you're teaching adults in, in another way, find your passion, align those passions with your, your values and your family values. Really, you need to have an entrepreneurial spirit because this journey is long. The entrepreneurial journey is hard. You go to school to learn how to teach and you, you're in a classroom and you have a, structure around you, you have the support around you with your class and and fellow teachers. When you're on an entrepreneurial journey, it's very lonely. And it can be really hard to get up every day and, and have the momentum and the motivation to do it. So having your partner in line with you and motivating you and letting you know that what you're doing will take time and to see the results is so important. To that point, like, Start the side hustle, create the side hustle while you're teaching and learn all the things that you need to learn. It might take up to two years to to get there. But then when your passion to wake up is more important to work on that side hustle than to be in the classroom and you had your financial plan in place for the last two years and you're you're close to being where you need to be, which is, you know, sustain, you can sustain the debt that you're carrying or it's gone. Yep you're close to 60 to 80% of your full-time income from your teaching job. And that's to sustain your current lifestyle. If you're willing to take a lifestyle hit, then you, know, you can jump a lot sooner. But I think the most, if you have a plan, you can, five years is very fast. Like I'll tell you, watching five years from your child going from five to 10 is so quick. And then 10 to 15, you're like, wow, that was 10 years. It was a blink of an eye, like the same thing can happen. Get that debt away from you as soon as you can before you have family, before you have kids, while your kids are young, like they don't need all the toys. They don't need the vacations. They don't remember that. Just take a lot of, you know, short home vacations in your neighborhood. And you know, when, when they're older, like 12, 15, and you've already started putting money towards their college significant money, that's when it becomes really fun because they're easy to travel with and they enjoy everything a lot more. Traveling for sports is just like one of the highlights of being a parent, watching your child step up and do the things that they love and, and travel and be part of that community. I mean, there's just so much great things about life when your kids are going, you know, being a parent is amazing, but having the foundation in place so that your life and your lifestyle can account for all that. Is what I think we really all want to have, and that takes hard work, that takes sacrifice, that takes not wanting to be like the Joneses. When you know, it's just really important to have a plan, know where your money is, know where it's going.
0: I know that you said if you're
1: if you're willing to
0: take like a pay cut, a good amount to have, if you're willing to sacrifice some things, is like fifty to sixty percent of your your classroom income. Being from your side hustle. So, maybe if you don't really want to take any cuts, do you have any recommendations there if you're not wanting to
1: like reduce? Yeah, again, it depends on where your financial situation is, your lifestyle, and your debt situation. 80%, I would say. Now, that's a lot of work to get to 80% of your nine to five income, depending on what you choose to do. I mean, if you can get to 80%, and if you're at a point where you can't grow anymore unless you commit more time or you need to hire people or something and make this your full time job, that's the time that you can make that shift. Yeah. Now, you're still gonna have a little bit of growing pains. Like you're still gonna want to treat it like you're not earning any more money to really make sure that the success of the business is propelling forward. So, this is where I can come in as a coach. I teach a lot of people how to increase their profitability, increase their revenue, decrease their expenses, how to build those savings inside your business and at home. And having someone work with you so that you have a really good system in place and strategy in place and a program for financial stability inside your business allows it to continue to grow over time and gale. So 80% you should be earning at least 80% in your side hustle and or passive income coming in before you make this jump and then you should see growth within the next 3 to 7 years you should be able to double that or more by the effort you're making. So You know you're very, very successful if your net income over time, year after year, is growing between 15 to 20 percent. So that's outstanding returns of your investment in your business. Perfect. Yeah, good to know. That was a clear enough answer and didn't complicate it even more.
0: That was really, really clear. I think it's important to know for the listeners when you're starting your business, you will have those business expenses, just, you know, I mean, taxes, obviously. Oh, I guess that's a good question. How much should you set set aside for taxes?
1: So, here's my, like, overall high-level, okay, you have your money coming in, Mm -hmm. and then you know, like, your plan of what you're going to spend. So, you have operational costs, and then you have, like, overhead costs. So, operational costs are the cost of goods like what did it cost you to do your service or product then that gives you your net revenue okay then you have to say okay what's my overhead expenses so that's like what it costs for your utilities for your office supplies for your subscriptions any education or other coaching that you jump in you know like that you've purchased those are operational expenses so And most of those are tax deductible. So after that, you get your net profit. Inside there, you want to have a paycheck. But most of us are sole proprietors. So we don't count our paycheck as a tax deduction. So you subtract your operational expenses from your net revenue. And that would be your net profit. And what you want to do is save 30% into a separate savings account, 30% every month of your net profit. And that should give you a good cushiony savings for when you need to pay your taxes. And as you come into your second year of your business, you will want to pay those taxes quarterly so that you're kind of like prepaying those taxes so that coming the following March and April, you're not sideswiped by this giant bill that you weren't expecting. Now that's for your business. Now, your personal 1040 tax deductions like child care credit and all the things that the government decides every year to change around, you could even owe less. So having that savings account over to the side will really help you be prepared and not sideswipe with the giant bill and then take your breath away.
0: Yeah. I think that's really important. Something I started doing right away is just save that 30%. You might not end up having to pay a full 30%, but have it set aside just in case, like you said, so you're not sideswiped by, Oh my God, I owe, I owe this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, and then you're stuck because then you now have a tax payment that you have to catch up on, on top of all the other credit card bills that you never decided to pay off and your student loan that you are behind on. Because here's the thing, I think if anything we've learned in 2020, everything in the world can change in a single second. And if you are debt heavy, you have a tremendous burden on your plate to try to figure that out. And I know a lot of us think, especially teachers because the government had promised so long ago to pay your debt off, Um, that's not going to happen. As much as people think that it will, it's almost impossible to have your debt paid off for going into public service. And we really should be taking ownership of the money that we borrowed and pay that back for our education on our own. I agree.
0: You may have already gone over this so excuse me if you already did, but what steps would you take to ensure that you'll be profitable in your new freelancing or virtual assistant career?
1: I'll definitely have a tax plan. So saving the money and pay yourself because the, the I think the most common thing is we think, oh, well, I can um, buy that Starbucks every morning and that's an expense. Uh, the government's going to pay for my snacks or, you know, I can buy that cute Coat that I want to use as my purse and write that off as an expense. Here's the thing you have to separate your personal spending with your business spending. Really think of it as separate. So get yourself a business checking account, a business savings account, a second savings account for checking or for your tax savings, and a fourth account for your pay. So I've always used this method before I even knew it had a name. If you want to go out and you can come and learn it from me, and I've been using this for the last 10 years, but there's a book out there called Profit First. And it really outlines like how you should structure your financial business. You want to have your money coming in and you want to pay for your expenses in a timely manner twice a month, let's say on the 10th and the 20th. And then you want to also pay yourself and we can determine that based on how much is coming in. And then you want to save for your taxes and save for new expenses that are coming into your business, like big costs. So I would say about pay yourself 20%, save 30% for taxes and make sure you're keeping the rest of it inside your business.
0: Perfect. So yeah, I think that's really important too to know is to set aside money to help your business grow because there are you know, new skills you're going to want to learn in your business and maybe invest in a coach or a program that's really going to support you and you want to have that money kind of set aside so that you can do that and you're prepared to make those new
1: investments. Do you agree? Yeah, 100%. You should have money saved for those bigger expenses and just operating that's going to come up over time. Saving for six months, you'd be so surprised how much money you will have in your account that you can invest back into yourself. Now, I just want to circle back to understanding what your personal needs to provide for your family might not align with what that paycheck is in the beginning. So there might be a big gap. And that's why I say planning this ahead of time is really important so that it's just extra money for the moment and in a year after you've grown your side hustle and that portion of your paycheck that's coming from your side business that portion is what you're going to look to to see if it's adjusting to your or it's matching up to your current paycheck coming from your 9 to 5 so we can't look at the business income as oh i brought in 30,000 last year in my side hustle therefore you know, I've matched my teacher's salary. You can't look at that number. The number you need to look at is the amount that you're bringing home from your business. So if, let's say your revenue was 30000 20% of that is what your paycheck is and that's what you're bringing home. And so that that 20% is what you need to look at to say it's now ready to make that change. Does that make sense? I think that's really an important Thing, a distinction, definitely.
0: So I know that you you mentioned you love Dave Ramsey. So do I. Are there any other resources that you would recommend for someone who wants to work through their their struggles with the financial side of things?
1: You know, I think it's really important, and everyone can do this really quickly. Is write down how much you owe in debt. Then write down how much you have in assets, like what's the value of your home, what savings amounts do you have, what do you have in a, in a retirement account, were you gifted any money and it's, you know, growing somewhere, somewhere, do you have, like, you don't want to count your cars, but those, those main things, your home, if you own it, list all your assets. Subtract your debt from your assets, and that's your net worth. And the goal would be to strive to have a positive net worth. The other thing would be to really empower yourself knowing where you're spending your money. So go back the last three months in your bank account statements and look at all this, the spending that you do. Is there places that you could cut back on? Like, clearly, the, you know, this going out to eat is a huge cost for a lot of people. Maybe you don't do that as often. Maybe you become a little bit more frugal and cook your own food. I know that's, it's a passion of mine to cook. So that's easy for me, but a lot of people don't enjoy cooking. So maybe you cook your own food for a while. Maybe you go through your list of subscriptions and decide, you know, you don't need Netflix and HBO plus and all the things that you're paying for and not using. So Really take this time in the first few months of this year to edit your spending. And you probably could find $500 to $1,000 that you're spending every month or quarter that you could remove from your life and put that same amount of money into a savings account or towards your debt. And you would see a lot of changes happen really quick. Outside of finances, I think it's really important to know why you want to make this change. Write it out in a journal every single day. I think the Rachel Hollis start today is a good one because your positive affirmations that you're telling yourself every day in the morning or in the evening, keeping your why as the center of everything helps you every day to make the positive changes that you want to make with your money and motivate you to step forward into this side hustle and ditch the classroom.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I have episodes about the importance of establishing your why. Don't remember exactly what number it is off the top of my head, but you can look for it. And then another one about my my morning routine. And I use um, a gratitude journal, very similar with the positive affirmations. And it's helped me tremendously. So it's definitely something I recommend.
1: Yeah, I remember walking, you know, like driving, ready to get in line for uh you know, fast food or something and say, is this really going to help me move the needle forward to my bigger goals? Is this going to help me get my kids to college? And I went through that drive-through without ordering anything. And I think about that for myself often because it really motivated me having that conversation with myself and centering my why really motivated me to make changes every single day. And, you know, that was 10, 10, 15 years ago where I started to really... Always question what I, if what I was doing, the activity that I was doing, was helping me get closer to my goals. And if you continue to do that and come that conversation with yourself as a habit, it, it changes you, and you you really can see over time reflect back how much you've grown as a person, how much you've grown to um, invest in your own family life. It really has is a powerful tool to to do for yourself.
0: Yeah. I definitely agree. So this has been so incredibly helpful and I'm so thankful for having you on.
1: Um, I'm excited to be with you.
0: (laughs) Do you have any free resources that you can share with my listeners today?
1: Yeah, you know, once you start doing your side hustle and you want to have a real solid plan for the money in your business, come follow me on Instagram at the small business BFF. My website is also the same, the thesmallbusinessbff.com. This next spring, I'll have some group coaching programs put in place where we will have accountability. We'll have speakers come in and talk about mindset and processes and just growing capacity as a business owner and as a person. As well as, you know, I have some freebies on my website right now that you can grab. Now that we're getting into closing the year off and tax time coming up, you know, really understanding what those expenses are that are tax deductible and how you can use them to the to the best ability in your inside your business. So my BFF blueprint will be live this spring. And if you want to come and check that out be on the wait list, there's a wait list button on my website. But I give so much information in my Instagram account. And so come just join me there and see what it's all about. Yeah, definitely go check out
0: Stacy's Instagram cuz she has Insta lives all the time and her just her posts are full of awesome content. She's she's really helpful. I love your
1: content. <laughs> I love your content. It's so much. I I love that your podcast is encouraging women and men to really step forward in their passion and I know it's so challenging to be a teacher right now that's not what you signed up for teaching online and not being with your kids. So if it's if it's time to find new passion or find change because you're tired or you have a lot of money constraints teachers don't ever get paid what they're worth. I encourage everybody start the side hustle, find passive income, partner with your husband wife, get a plan in place and make the changes because you're worth um, an amazing life. Everyone should be having an amazing, fulfilling life and um, providing for their family and, and it's not that, it's not that hard to do. We just need to have a really good plan in place.
0: Could not have said it better. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and I will have Stacy's links in the show notes for everybody who wants to go check her out. Again, she's the small business BFF on Instagram and her website
1: as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, you can always DM either of us on Instagram and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart
1: so you too can ditch the classroom.